Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, it's one year anniversary show tonight. Uh, today's actually the producer Deanne's birthday. I did the first show by myself on the 20th. It will be uh, up and at him tomorrow. Jim's got a show tonight that he's doing on his own. Uh, at some wolf something brewery in Nanaimo, but he'll uh, be up to all hours tonight getting this to sound pretty for us. Uh, since show 68, he's been doing it. Thank you very much, Jim. Hope the show went well tonight. Dave, 1420 podcast. I think you came on about show number seven, number eight in September there. We're uh, 129 episodes in, plus uh, a few special ones here and there. Um, it's been a lot of fun. We'll wax poetic a little bit later, but Dave, uh, a year in, who would have thought? I, I, not me. Like I, I, I had no doubt that you would keep going uh, on your own for more than a year, but the fact that I'm uh, an active participant and and look forward to our our biweekly chats, it's it's uh, it's great. A year has gone by super super fast. Yeah, we've gone through. Uh... A couple of COVID titles, four, three or four COVID titles, whatever, been through the sports world. Um, so there were some, there were some down times where we had to make up a lot of content. Uh, we make up a lot of shit every, every time we talk anyways, but there were some pretty iffy times that we can find four, four topics here and there, but we made, made our way through. We passed the 14,000 downloads. How many listens there are in, inside those downloads is probably more. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for listening and downloading and everything else. Uh, but anyways, let's get into our Dave. Uh, watching the the uh, Yankees win another game tonight, and three weeks ago I wrote them off, and now they've been the hottest team in baseball since I said I was done with them. And then three weeks ago the Jays couldn't lose. Um, now they're essentially out of the playoff race, even a wild card spot unless a miracle happens. Um, a, the baseball season's a, it's a war of attrition. 
and it's tough and it, it's so long and so much can happen in a week where a guy gets hurt or this happens, that happens. And there's no way anybody can predict, well, that's uh, fan graphs or whatever. They can do it within a couple of games, but the average Joe, he's not going to take the time to go through a football or baseball schedule and pick win, win or lose 162 games. Whereas a football season, we did it with uh, the USC Trojans and Michigan a few weeks back. You have the uh, Denver Broncos schedule in front of you, and I'll ask you a question, Dave, later on. But the the two seasons are so different. Like, I'm a baseball guy. You're a football guy. The two seasons are so different, and emotions run fast. It's like a high school relationship and a long-term marriage. Um, how do you compare the two? Um, well, like, and, uh, just when you, when you look at the number of games they have to play, like, so if we, if we put this in a track event, like, like uh, track and field at the Olympics, a football season would be a 200 meter dash baseball, sorry, hockey and, and basketball would be the mile baseball is a friggin' marathon. God, like like the the swings, like especially when a team gets hot and a team hits the skids. Like you can make up, like the Yankees and both the Yankees and Jays made up eight games in the last three weeks, and now the Jays have given a couple back. Yeah. But Boston got cold, and uh, and the Jays and and the Yankees got hot, and all of a sudden that lead is gone. Well, it's crazy how there's been a 10-game swing since June 1st or July 1st, whatever it is, between the Yankees and the Red Sox. And um, This isn't a Yankee podcast or anything, but it's amazing how, how that, that lead, because people wrote everybody off. And then you go to other divisions, and it's over. Like, the Chicago White Sox aren't losing. Milwaukee's not losing. The Dodgers are supposed to be in first, but they're still not because they like everybody's waiting for the Giants to collapse, and, and they just aren't. Um it's so odd in comparison. Like Dave, you have the uh, the 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 Broncos schedule in front of you. I can say they. I, I have no idea who they're playing. I'm going to say they could finish eight and eight, and you could say they're going to be ten and six. That's only a two game swing. Well, there's really no reason they shouldn't be three and zero. Oh. On the road to the Giants, on the road to the Jags, home to the Jets. So yeah, there's three and zero. Oh. Yeah, home to the Ravens will give them a loss. Uh, on the road to the Steelers, just depending. They play the Steelers tough. I'm going to give them that win. So now we're four and one. Home to the Raiders, five and one. On the road to the Browns, if I'm going to give them the Steelers, I'm going to have to take one for the Browns. So we're five and two. Home to the Washington football team, six and two. On the road to the Cowboys, seven and two. Home to the Eagles, eight and two. Home to the Chargers, we got to calm down, eight and four. On the road to the Chiefs, eight and five. Home to the Lions, nine and five. Home to the Bengals, 10 and five. On the road to the Raiders, we usually split 10 and six. So there you go, oh, 10 and six. No, no. Said, 10 and six. It's funny how you can, you can predict the 10 and six season and you give one away and you're going to, you're going to, uh, take one away and you're still end up in 10 and 10 and six. And, and you, you know, that going, going into the season, their last game of the year is home to the chiefs. I hope we, I hope the chiefs has clinched first when that game happens. How's that? 
Zim Mahomes not playing, you might get to that that route. Or again, you ten. I I keep forgetting there's that that extra game this year already. Like it's we're seventeen week, now, yeah. Only a few weeks away from the season starting. Like I'm so used to my forty-seven years of life. It's been a uh, a sixteen-game schedule. All of a sudden, it's seventeen. That's the thing, Dave. Like I can go through a Yankee season. There's seventeen games in the last four weeks, and you mad and happy and mad and happy, and they win a bunch and they lose. Like, what the hell? Uh, a football fan. Like, when do you go, Jesus, we got a chance here, or Jesus, season's over, we stink. Like, what week is it, and what's the record got to be for you to give up on it? It, it really depends. Football, more than anything else, is uh, injuries and who you got in front of you. Win the games, you have to. And, like, win all the home games. And then that's that's all you need. An average team should be able to win 70% of their home games, unless they're awful. Um, there's too many, like, and that's the nice thing about football. There's just too many var- variables, injuries. Like, so even if you're um, three and six, it's like, well, fuck, we can really honestly win, like, uh, seven of our next nine. That's not out of the realm because football is such a streaky sport. Um, a, a key injury can can really kill you. So can calls. Right. If you're losing games by three points, the ball's going to bounce your way sooner or later. Yeah. The bar, the Broncos are due for a ball bouncing their way. This season, but the Chiefs are so good. Yeah. The Chargers are going to like. I'm a little bit worried about the Chargers, uh, but I can like them now because Philip Rivers is gone. Philly Rivers, uh, he had quite the illustrious career and all his kids and everything else. Wow. How he can be the quarterback? He's got tired with all those kids. Like tired. Like you can't go home. Like you can't go home. Like how are you supposed to do your job during the regular season with seven rugrats running around? It's impossible. Yeah, it's they're, they're so different seasons. Like like I said, you can week to week the baseball season. You can seven games. That's half a football season. Like the Yankees just played seven games this week. Doubleheader yesterday. Two. That's half a football season. And the emotions yeah. just just like oh my god, I we can't like. Like we talk about the Jays, how they were close, and then, and the thing about about baseball is, when your team's bad, you know. Like I'm not talking Orioles bad, but I'm talking. But when you got no chance, like we got no chance. When, and then you you kind of get some hope, like the Jays had, but then deep down inside, you know that bullpen's going to fail you, and and it happened again this 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 past week, and you're like, ah, oh, why did I get my hopes up? Like, why did I do this? Like, and, and then, you know, that's the joy. You just got to temper your expectations and, and and find your middle ground. Because you can experience, you, you can let yourself experience the joy without suffering through the, the, the futility at times. If you're, Dave, if you're born and raised in, in a state, like we talked about Baltimore a few uh, couple months back, how many games you would go to. Let's, let's take Baltimore out of the equation because that's such a disaster and they, they got no hope and they're going to be bad for a number of years. They don't draft well. They don't sign anybody. It's just it's a wreck in, in for the, the Orioles. But if you're a, a team that's middle of the pack, let's say, oh, geez, Milwaukee's on fire this year. Brewers, so, Pirates. A pirates team that's made the playoffs in, in the recent his recent past, and you're born in Pittsburgh. 
is it your obligation to be a Pirates fan and go to a few games a year? And because if you're based, no, not 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 as a non-baseball fan, but if you're a baseball fan growing up, and like when you and I were were at, at our younger younger years, Willie Stargell, and then he went into the Bonds and Benilla years, and so they've had some decent teams in our life. They won the World Series. We are family, like Dave Henderson, right. and in yeah. our lifetime, they've had some decent Andy teams. And events like yours and all the stuff. Is it your obligation as a Pittsburgh, uh, as a as a Pittsburgh guy? Is that what they call him? What do they call Pittsburgher? A Pittsburgher. A Pittsburgher. A Pittsburgher. If you're a Pittsburgher, is it your obligation to be a fan of the Pirates and go to a couple games a year, or can you? Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah, for sure, without a doubt. Uh that's that's a. You know, blue collar town, like while well, it was founded on blue collar principles, and they still there, blue collar sports fan. Yeah. And you know what? I like Pittsburgh fan more than I like Philly fan. This Philly fan booing everybody Go jam it. You're not tough. You're an asshole. Yeah. Pittsburghers, you know, they and you know, they've had their share of championships between yeah. the Steelers and the Penguins. Steelers, they Penguins, have success. And then, you know, and, and what's Philly done? So he has one World Series in 09, or 08, sorry. Um, yeah, the Broad Street Bullies. The Flyers won a couple in the 70s with Bobby Clark and the Broad Street Bullies. Yeah. The Eagles and then the uh, Eaglets. Yeah. With, no, they won that one with Big Dick Nick just like four years ago. That's right. Where's he now? Uh, Big Dick Nick is uh, third string with, I think, fucking the bears no it's it's uh, like we, we talked about it for, like it's it's crazy how they, the the baseball season uh, and the football season how it's so different uh, but uh, the, the emotions run so much higher on on the football side i think because base i think a baseball fan uh, this is I, I, oh, fuck, i'm not gonna say it you're an idiot when it comes to cheering for the Yankees. So, like, you're just an absolute idiot. Like, you're the Italian Yankee. Fan. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a moron. Like, I'm happy and, now, and, but and I, and I know no. it's going to go. Yeah. There's too many games left to, for it to keep going swimmingly. Like, I I know that. Yeah, like you got. Yeah, you got to look at the bottom, the the, the half empty glass to possibly enjoy a full glass at the end. That's right. And then you're going to tell everybody how full your glass is. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm fully expecting it to go sideways quickly. I, I just, I really am. They've been too, well, good, too long. Once, and you want to get hot with 20 left, not 50 left. That's the, that, yeah, that's we'll see crazy. what happens. There's a race. No, the, the Jays aren't out of it. The Mariners aren't out of it. It's, it's going to be a race. Um, it looks like Houston and uh, Tampa are the only for sure right, right now. Touchwood, but. Anyways, fourteen twenty podcast. Sports talk. Speaking of beer, Dave, are you just going with something regular? What do you got going on tonight? Oh yeah, I'm finishing off this uh, uh, the Kirkland IPA. Kirkland from uh, the uh, Costco. Yeah, the Kaylee picked it up. Yeah, the the US Costco Kirkland IPA. Um, it's I I can't drink it like I do buds. Yeah, but so I save them for the podcast. There you go. I uh, I got the uh, Hell's Basement. He ain't happy. He's my brother. Uh, it's a fantastic little brew. I was hoping after work today to go to the Hell's Basement, but they weren't uh, they weren't open for whatever reason. Uh, who knows why they weren't? So I picked up a six pack. I was hoping to get a growler fill filled up and visit Mike and the guys at the brewery. 
Uh, I do miss going there. They're a good, good bunch of guys. Medicine Hat's in a bit of a COVID state of emergency. I shouldn't laugh, but they're in a COVID state of emergency, so maybe that's why they're closed. But anyways, 1420 Sports, one-year anniversary. Going to have a couple more tonight, maybe, and enjoy ourselves. Uh, been enjoying doing the show. Dave, uh, what are your thoughts uh, on uh, – on the uh, the one year, what, what's been going on? Give me a, a quick uh, the, the, well, the one year I think, or whatever. I don't know if I came in in August. I think I came in in September. I'm not a hundred percent sure what, what my first episode was. The sound wasn't near as good as it is now, and, not, and we're not saying it's uh, it's high five now. But I remember when I sat in, it's like, hey man, like we will hit 80 downloads uh, in the next day or two. 80 downloads, and like yeah. so, to go from 80, like you mentioned, we passed the 14,000. That's 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 awesome. I'm I'm proud of us. Yeah. And uh, 80 to, to 14,000, that's that's a lot. So thanks to everybody that's yeah. that's ever downloaded, rated, reviewed on Spotify, on iHeart on Podbean, on Google Playlist, on Apple iTunes, which is how I get mine. So Siri, play 1420 Podcast on Spotify, please. There you go. 1420 Podcast, four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. It was probably about three months ago, or I can't remember when, four months ago, doesn't really matter, but uh, we came up with... uh, Dave just when Jason of- Williams when J- Jason Williams lost his mind and was ragdolling New York Islanders. That's when it Tom happened. Wilson. That's it. What I Tom said. Tom Wilson from the Rangers. You said Jason Williams. He's a basketball yeah. player. Oh, but sorry. Tom Wilson. Tom uh, Wilson. He went, he was getting a little bit uh, he's a big dude, and uh, he doesn't really play by the uh Marcus of Queensbury rules per se. And he went a little uh First he was spazzing, then he went turbo. And Dave came up with that uh, that uh, topic right off the bat. It was kind of a hit. Got a lot of laughs, got a lot of likes on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. Um, spaz versus turbo took on a life of its own. I I hear it all the time at work. Guys I, I, I talk to, they, they, they bring it up. Uh, spaz versus turbo, Dave. We all have a temper, whether it's, uh, a, a little one or a big one does every turbo start out as a spaz or does every spaz tur- start out as a turbo oh no like uh i think i i don't think you can really experience but you can you never go from spaz to turbo because turbo you're in control and just kicking a ton of ass spaz means you've lost your temper Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, 
and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Uh, it's going to hit anything or just whatever's in front of you. you that don't even might be know true to an extent, but I think you with. have to have a little bit of inner angst to be able to go turbo. But you can't just turn that on and off. Can I, I, maybe yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think you might be wrong, but like it could be accessed. Like, so here, here, I, I was, I was trying to think of an analogy today. So as far as superheroes, he, heroes go, and I'm not a Marvel comic guy. Don't like, I've seen one or two of those movies, but the incredible Hulk, when he goes, when he goes from a man to green, is he spazzing out or has he just gone full term? That's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I can't believe this is the analogies that we're using because we're kind of grown up. I was like intelligent. He has to spaz to go from Bruce Jenner, correct, to the <laughs> yeah, So he has to spaz a little bit to go from normal to green. And then he goes turbo to tear <laughs> down buildings or whatever the fuck the Hulk does. I, I can't even remember what he did. Crushing. Well, know, whatever he wants when, when he's green. At yeah. that point. So, so then, yeah, so I guess... Yeah, you have to spaz to get to turbo, but you know that's like kind of the ignition switch on a car, right? Now you're just running. I just need, I don't need much of a spark. You need, but I got to, you got to start the engine. The gas, and then it, then it goes nice. But you need that spark to get you going. Here's the key. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of a lot of turbo players have that spark within them, though. They don't need someone to turn the key. And here's my first turbo versus spaz, and it kind of goes with that. The Malice in the Palace in 2004, Detroit Pistons. Ron Artest, I think it was, there was a fight on the, on, on, there's a hard foul, if I recall correctly. It just, there was a hard foul on the court, and then he walked over, there was a brawl on the court. He walked over to the scorer's bench, laid down, and then a fan threw a beer at him, and then he spazzed. So was the aftermath, okay, was he spazzed or turbo at that point? That's what I'm getting at. Because he was really mad. No, well, Because he got fouled yeah, hard. Yeah, and he was already fighting. Yeah. So then he went laid down and calmed down on the, on the scorer's table. And then the, the beer can the beer can hit him. Did he, was he spazzed or turbo at what point? Fill me in. Oh, no. Then like anything after like his, his actions in the stands was all spaz like well no but then it turned to turbo because you can't spaz forever you can stay turbo for a whole game like someone like ray lewis he didn't have to get lit up he came onto the field he was like a firecracker he was turbo the entire time yeah so our test like he spazzed and went into the, the the stands but then like kids ah fuck my goose is cooked i'm gonna finish this and so he was he was probably just cruising on on turbo. Uh, but still again, he knew he could beat the shit out of any fan he wanted to. With that wingspan, probably just hold him away and just ragdoll guys, you know, just like whatever. And just a professional athlete. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Someday, so I don't even know if that was terrible. Like yeah. deep in the stands, he ain't gonna do anything, right? Speaking of eighteen Coors Lights in the stands, uh, Ray- Ty Domi, he uh, that time in Philly, I can't remember what year. Doesn't matter, two thousand four, two thousand three. Uh, the fan reached over, was swearing at him. The plexiglass broke. Domi was in the penalty box for a for a fighting major, and then the fan fell in. Did to- I think Domi just went turbo on that one because he was already a little bit revved up. The adrenaline was flowing a little bit. And he goes, here's my chance, and I'm going to fucking drill this guy in the face as many times as I can. I don't think he's fast. I think I think Domi went turbo on that. Yeah. I, I don't know, once again, if that's turbo, because that was in the heat of battle. That was now just, oh, here's my chance. I'm going to take it. Like he would, like he would go turbo more on the ice than ever in the thing. This was just, this was like low hanging fruit. He goes yeah. like, "Oh man, I got a chance, and I might not get in trouble, even though he knew he was going to get in trouble." Yeah, uh, Dave, you're a, a bit. I don't a, know. Did he get in trouble? Uh, yeah, I think he got fined a little bit, but nothing major. Like he called it self defense, and league went okay, good. On that note, Dave, I like you're a bit of a. Uh, a chirper per se at a uh, at sporting events, which is fine. It's funny and fine. But my family, when they sat with you at the Bulls game a week and a half ago, whatever it was, the uh, the the entertainment value was there. They were you were the talk of the game where they were sitting. Um, but you, I, I I I I didn't hear you. I was on the field. Um, when can fans cross the line? Like what what's the point where? Okay, man. Like that's enough. F-bombs and, ah, I don't know. Like, you got to keep it PG. I kept it PG the entire time. Um, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like the old definition of pornography. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I know it when I see it. Same with crossing the line being a chirper. I don't know where that line is, but I'll be able to tell you when I hear it. Like, I, I know for sure... Um, just because you you paid uh, you you bought your seat and you paid for the ticket, whatever, that doesn't give you a right for any kind of physical violence towards a fan or a player. Sorry, I don't think you should yes. ever be throwing things at like beer and stuff at players. Uh, Which I never would or have. No, no, I know, I, I, no, I, I completely. Know that. That's why I asked you. Like you're like I yeah. said, you're a chirper, uh, and the chirping, I agree. The PG level because it's still you're in the stands. Um, you shouldn't get personal to an extent with a player, but anything physical and throwing things at people, I don't think that's right. And it happens a lot. It happens a lot more than, than we, than we know. Cause I, I like what the sports leagues do and the networks do. They don't televise that stuff. If someone's doing something really dumb, they don't put it on TV anymore because it brings up more people doing that. Stupidity breeds stupidity. So if someone sees it, that it'll happen again. Yeah, and then you get on camera, and then you might make a sports highlight getting kicked out or whatever. Like, I do follow this thing, this uh, uh, MLB baseball fights, and they have fights in the stands. Like, oh. every other day, there's another fight in the stands. And I don't know. Game. Well, it's not over a baseball game. It just likes to fight people. And, 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 and they're a little lost. too there drunk. You know, some of your this. girlfriend left or your boyfriend. Exactly. It just happens to be, and it's always in the upper decks, obviously. But uh, 
you can't take buffoonery out of the fans. You just you just can't. They are going to be there. Um, I think super fans don't go over, like a, a fan of the team should not go over the line. Here's and they one, know where uh, the line is. Here's one spaz versus turbo thing that I think a spaz turned into a turbo that was quite funny. Um, do you remember years ago, about 2000, I got it written down here, but I brought my readers at home, 2007, that minor league manager came out of the dugout, madder than all hell, got thrown out of the game, then he got his money's worth. And he did, oh. the, uh, he did the, uh, the military walk on his hands and knees, and they pretended he threw, he threw the, uh, the rosin bag, and it was a perfect toss. Yeah. Threw the rosin bag right at the, the umpire's feet like it was a grenade. Then he went and stole second base and blah, blah, blah. That took Turbo to a different level where he goes, okay, I'm out. I'm going to make this count. That's, I think that was a spaz because anytime a manager comes out, he ain't going to win the, the argument. So then he went Turbo to a fun kind of a level. Yeah, and then like when I see stuff like that, that ain't my bag. Like if if my if I'm at a game and a manager does that, I don't even want to see how this ends. I'm not going to give them the time. They, I find that so tiresome. And to what end? Like you're just. I don't get it. So as, yeah, as so yes, he, he, he yeah he he went he he sure he went he went turbo in a total buffoonery performance art kind of way. Like, like if I was an umpire, I'd just fucking walk off the field and let me know when he's done. I agree. I uh, at Let me know plate, when he's done. At a home plate meeting a few weeks back, I asked the two managers, at the, I said, hey, when's the last time you guys ever been thrown out or have you have blah, blah, blah. And, it, and uh, the conversation came about, I, and I said, I don't, like, I'm not going to throw you out tonight. I'm not testing you guys. I'm just curious. And the one guy said, well, never. And the other guy said, well, a couple weeks back is my first time ever. I think that's a thing of the past. I think that uh, it still happens, but I, I do think that there's a way of handling situations better now than a red-ass manager and a red-ass umpire. I don't think it happens as much as it used to back in the Billy Martin days. Yeah, the Earl Weaver nose-to-nose yeah. bitching, moaning, and stuff like that. Like, the, the calling came. Like, and especially with the advent yeah. of, uh, of, of uh, instant replay, now there's nothing to argue. This is the call. And then, and then you know what? Like today's player, like it's just like Jesus, coach, chill. chill like this man. is why, we, yeah. Like how does like because at the end of the day, a manager needs the respect of his players. Yeah. How does that gain the respect of the players? They're laughing at you, not with you. One hundred percent at you. Day fourteen twenty podcast four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Let's say we're out on a a Saturday night. Uh, we're out past eleven. Ooh, the the. Do you go home and make and strap on the feed bag at home, or are you picking something up? Like, what do you like? You're hungry. You had a few. Are you picking something up in the cab ride home, or are you waiting to get home to eat something? What, what and what's the food of choice? Uh, well, it depends. If I am bombed, yeah, we're grabbing, we're grabbing some. Like, it's 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 going to be a drive through. Um, Maybe just a little burger or something like that. Uh, but if I'm home, if I if I'm not bombed and, and like, well, if I'm just feeling it, yeah, and I want I don't want the night in, then I'm making nachos. I fucking a full love. plate. 
as much as I want. I'm at home. I'll make whatever I want. Like make I make the, a full plate. Are you? Just, are you? Uh, this is a dumb question. Are you making the ground beef the whole bit? Oh goodness, no! I'm talking. Oh, I got. Just, got I got dip. Dip nachos. Cheese. Oh yeah, I'm okay. upgrading cheese on nachos on a plate. I'm throwing that in the microwave. I'm getting a little bowl of sour cream and salsa, and I'm uh, I'm gonna polish off that hunger. Is it a burg no matter what? Like if, a if burger? Is, yeah. Like if you're if you're yeah. if you're in the cab, is it a burger? Not like a, I'm getting partial now that I'm getting for some reason, um, and I do it. Done it in the Bronx a few times. Well, every time now there's this U.S. chicken across the street. They have gyros. Oh, they're so good. And now I'm partial to donairs, which are kind of the same thing. But the time frame, I'm, I'm with you. Like, a burg is good, but, man, a donair is just. And I, and I don't need a meal. If I, if I uh, gorge. Well, it's not a meal. Like it's, I, just, it's a, yeah. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, like, just, but, like, I don't, like, not, we're not talking Big Matt Whopper or uh, Popeye chicken sandwich shit. We're talking, like, the snack sandwich. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. The, the the tiny thing and that's why when i get home like like if i if i'm feeling uh that i have the capability and time i'll make my plate oh god i love nachos when i got a little bit of a glow on fuck i love nachos <laughs> oh i love nachos and what? making them yourself so you got the proper amount of cheese and just one layer as opposed to that pile of nachos and you got taking clumps off and there's parts there's with no cheese in it the, Fuck that drives making me nuts. Nachos, I hate nachos in a bar. Making nachos is an art form. There's no doubt about that. Need the proper amount of chocolate. Homemade nachos. Yeah. Homemade nachos are so superior to bar nachos. Yeah, there's the, yeah. The it, only it, saving uh, grace is you're not doing it yourself. 1420 podcast. Four Brewer Sports talking a whole lot more. What are you strapping on the feedback? Let us know after your your bar night or whatever else you're doing, because uh, man. I tell you what, you wake up next morning, you walk into the kitchen. Sometimes there's a nuclear disaster sometimes. You don't know what even happened. But anyways, uh, it's a lot of fun to, to look at and talk about. Uh, let us know your bar, your, uh, your your feedback stories, anything else you want to talk about. Dave, one year. My God, greatest, second longest uh, relationship ever had in my life. Bar nachos suck. Like, yeah, I never buy nachos at a bar I haven't been to. It's, I have to get, like, I'll never get nachos at a bar unless someone else wants it. And it's like, ah, fuck. Deanne and I they went to Mojo's cheap, uh, cheap plug there. How are the nachos? They were actually pretty good. Like, I was, I was, oh, okay. when she ordered them, I was like, I don't want this. We're going to get nachos, go to Sobeys and whatever and get, and then we had it. They were good. They were good. Not great. They were it, good. Aren't black olives the single worst condiment on in the history of condiments or whatever the fuck you call I them? I hate olives. Deanne knows that that I hate olives. They're the they're worst. They're the worst. She She's loves Greek, so she has She's to Greek like them. Anyway. But black olives is like sprinkling like a nice little bit of topsoil on the top. Uh, black olives in comparison would be the big Turk of candy bars. Like the same, like this, it's don't yeah. make people eat that. Awful. It's the anchovies. It's the anchovies. The uh, I don't pizza. think I've ever had an anchovy. I have, and it's just a super salty little fish, kind of like an olive. And it's just like fuck. Okay, just have more salt. Like fuck. 
Anyways, we've got our, our culinary uh, move in there for the 1420 podcast. Uh, if you guys still want a hat, get 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 yourself a hat, get a t-shirt, whatever else. We still uh, get them out there. It's fun seeing people. I got a little story to tell later on about a, a 1420 podcast uh, we, uh, hat that we saw in the stands at Spitz last week. It made me laugh a little bit. But anyways, Dave, uh, been a pleasure for the last year. Uh, do it for as long as people keep listening. The day we get shut out, that's the day we stop. Yeah, like that's that's all we can say. I like I enjoy spending my uh, my virtual time with you a couple of days a week. Yeah. It's it's nice to know that uh, people like listening to. And if you can't make nachos better than a bar, you got to take a look in the mirror and figure shit out. I think that is a a, a, a true a true statement. Truer words never been spoken. Nothing's easier. Just figure that shit out. Like you can even buy all those ingredients and max on your way home. Nachos. But figure it out and do it for yourself. I just learned that Dave is very passionate with nachos. Something I started on my own before Dave came aboard. I did a couple times uh, after Dave was on by myself on the 1420 po- uh, podcast. Uh, thing I made up, I don't know, I don't know how it came about, but trade release sign. It's basically you get, there's three players from a franchise, past, present, future, doesn't matter when it was, and you can either trade them release them or sign them forever and you and they're all playing for the, for the team at the same time so there it's could be past present or future player or past present or whatever players and they're on the team right now and we have to do one of the one of trade release sign dave the other day i don't know what my brother was doing uh and he's i don't know he i didn't know he was a mariners fan but maybe living on the west coast of the west coast He's uh, become uh, a Seattle Mariners guy, uh, probably on TV a lot more down down there. And maybe there was something on TV that uh, he was catching on to. But he uh, he asked me the question, who's a better Mariner, Ichiro or Griffey? We'll get into that in a second. But I want to do a trade release sign with the Mariners. I'm going to have – it won't include Ichiro. I'm going to go Griffey, A-Rod or Randy Johnson? Who are you trading, releasing, and signing out of those three? And uh, other than A-Rod being, an, A-Rod's another Barry Bonds kind of guy, A-Rod would have been in the Hall of Fame even before his steroid uh, bullshit. Uh, so three Hall of Fame guys all played in Seattle, not a whole bunch of winning success, but uh, three all-timers. Who are you trading, releasing, and signing? A-Rod, Griffey, or, or Randy Johnson? Holy, that is a tough one because those are all three Hall of Fame talent. I hope A Rod doesn't get there. Okay, let's let's do uh, A Rod. A Rod before he went to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm still I'm trading A Rod. I'm trading A Rod. The guy signed two two hundred and fifty million dollar contracts. Oh, um, you're going business side here. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like, so that's a lot of money to to pay on you. Like, that's like in whatever he signed two of them, one for Texas and one with the the Yankees. The Yankees paid for most of both of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm 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 gonna trade a rod. That's because, a good point, Dave. I like that. I like that route you took on that because he's he's obviously an all world talent, but just too too goddamn expensive. I am going to release the kid. Um, 
such a natural talent, but um, towards the end of his career with the Cincinnati and everything, he did have injury problems. He was such a natural, uh, natural talent. They, I, I remember reading an article back in the day when he was active and towards the end. It's like he, it's not like he was a partier and abused his body, but he didn't work on his body. He didn't, he was never in the gym. He kind of did his natural talent. That was it. Yeah. And that was it, which was a, a shit ton. So that's why I have to begrudgingly release uh, Griffey. And then there's nothing better than an ace. There's nothing better than an ace. Dave, I, I 100% agree with you on this because, you know, you if a, a really good batter fails seven times, he still failed seven times. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's batting 300. Whereas a really good pitcher, he'll win, he'll win seven out of ten. I know it's a different ratio of uh, wins and at-bats. I get it. But you know what? When you can march a pitcher out there on a nightly basis and he's going to make a difference, I think it, it's it's what you want. Yeah, like so every fifth game, we scored, we scored two, we win, right? Every fifth game. And that's so – that's 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 so much. That's I, I'm I'm bad at math, but what is that? More than ten percent of your season, we pretty it's, much it's have a guaranteed win. Twenty percent, but yeah, twenty oh, percent, whatever. But and then now could, you're flipping coins the rest of the way out. Like, yeah. and I'm okay with that. No, I I totally agree with you on that trade release sign because it. Uh, and I, I'm I'm I I never thought about when I thought about this last night. I never uh, took the the salary cap or the, the, the luxury tax or whatever, or whatever budget your team has having got like a rod on your team to not win. Well, we're not winning. Why, why are we spending $250 million or 25 million a year on this guy? Yeah. Like he's who a hits, big who ticket. Might, who, might get hit, it. who might hit 275. Yeah. But, or might hit, 325 with which is with 45 which base hit a night. Like, there's which, a reason. Yeah. Which wins your games. That, that, that's the funny thing about baseball. Maybe that's why war wins about replacement means so much to, to the, the analytics guys. But yeah, no, I agree with them 100% on that. The, the, the uh, trade release sign. Let's go to what my brother asked me the other day on uh, actually via, I think we actually talked for the first time in months. Um, who's a better Mariner? Ichiro Suzuki or Ken Griffey Jr. You know that's an excellent question. Uh, uh, <clears throat> obviously, uh, Griffey is a far sexier player and and a more natural talent. But Ichiro just raped like what he has the all time single season uh, hits right? Wasn't it? Like most hits, I, I, most bats, steal bases, not many home runs. Wheels great in the outfield too. He can track shit down. Like like he was like all the things that Griffey, all yeah. the Griffey did, Ichiro did as well. Maybe the long balls weren't as long. Maybe the swing wasn't as pretty. But you can't discount. You can't just automatically say Griffey's a better Mariner. I, I, I 100% agree with that, that statement. I never even thought about it. But, you know, and, and, and looking at it in my whatever 30-second appraisal, I would say Ichiro was a better Mariner. 
how can you not like on base percentage? Like all of it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, it just, yeah. All of it. Such a good yeah. player. Like I, and like you don't want to take anything away from Griffin. He's, Griff, he's like a hall of famer, all time. Great. It's just a, it's a really tough question. Uh, get back to us in the 1420 podcast. Let us know what your thoughts on who's a better Mariner. And before you just answer and call us stupid, think, think a little bit. Cause you know, they're both great players, but it's wasn't that bad. And we haven't looked at the stats. You look up the no. stats before you, before you get pissed. Do eye test. Just eye test. Well, that means looking at te- at uh, stats, don't? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great question. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're at sports underscore twenty. Uh, we have the Rick the, the Rick Award, which we'll get to. I don't know. We'll get to it again. It's uh, I got a couple of uh, guys we want to uh, give a, a shout out to. But anyways. Uh, 1420 podcast where everywhere you get sports talk or podcast. Man, I've had a couple night game already. Well, a couple. Well, we got to. Well, Sorry, these are a little heavier than you. It's our anniversary. It's my anniversary. It's your anniversary. It's all our anniversary. 1420 podcast. We're everywhere we get your podcast. 1420 podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Um, 1420 has nothing to do with 420 uh, on my end of things, maybe for Dave's end of things, it does, who knows, but, uh, what 1420 is up in Canada here, uh, Canada beer is 355 milliliters worth of beer times that by four is 1420 four beer sports talking a whole lot more. That's where we came up with that on a, uh, on a COVID afternoon, a year and a, a year and a little bit ago, um, shuttered down in the basement at the tavern. And Dave, actually, uh, four or five months prior to that, we were out drinking or doing God knows what one night, and Dave said, hey, we should start a podcast. I think my girlfriend and Dave's wife both rolled their eyes and said, we, nobody wants us to you two talk. But it turns out more than 14,000 times people listen to us talk. So we, Dave, we proved, we proved the, it's, the, uh, well, we it's, proved it's, it's funny, wrong, like, though, it, and, and, and our, and our, Well, yes and no, because now uh, it's now it's people that want to hear it that just don't have to be uh, happen to be in the same four walls as us two at that exact same time, right? So yeah, now, now you, they, they were right, like they were right that people we get, we're giving people a choice to hear us now, like if we if we were yes. at a campsite or anything else. We made sure they heard us. Now people if, if can download that, us and listen if they want. If and nothing else, out, this more this, people are listening to us now than did before. So I think they're wrong. Well, no, no, no. I don't think they're wrong. I think this this podcast is a gift of us, you, Brent, me, David, to all of our friends saying, oh fuck, those two are gonna be together. Maybe that's why we didn't get invited places at the same time because they didn't want to have to hear us talk all the time. Yeah. See, but now we're getting it out of our system where they don't have to be within earshot. That's right. And then they can tune in when, when need be. Because you when, know what? When need be. Because think, things haven't changed a whole bunch, Dave. It's still just me and you talking. They can't intervene. Well, they can, but both of us are a little bit louder and we haven't been wrong yet. No, like on the podcast, they can't intervene is what I'm saying. Like oh, you're, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. If we're yeah. in person, yeah, yeah. they can if they want. But now yes. they can't intervene and they can tune in when they want. So it's, it's actually kind of funny. Anyways, 
Dave, yeah. uh, we do some brackets now and then. We do some bracket challenges and everything else. Uh, you got a bracket for me. I got a who is better, and then we'll uh, we'll call our one year anniversary, shoot some fireworks, and everything else, and uh, here we go. Well, when I was doing that bracket the other day with all the great nicknames, I did. Yeah. Uh, I I I came into real names of professional athletes. And this one might be more entertaining to me than uh, the nickname one. So uh, I'm just going to say two names and I'll cross them out and then we'll just do a last man standing. I haven't seated them so much, but like just now we're going, what's, what's a better name? What's a better name? Cal Clutterbuck or Spud Webb? <laughs> That's a heavy hitter right off the bat. Um, fuck. I like the multiple syllable cow because an announcer, cow, clutterbuck. I'm going clutterbuck. Okay. Uh, Spud Webb was such a perfect name for that guy. Yeah, it worked for him. Yeah. Well. Hell, of a, hell of a player for a little guy. Five, three, five, four. Could dunk the ball. Yeah. Who was their little fellow? Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues was his I think he was, like they're a couple years apart. Yeah. 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 Muggsy was younger. I think Muggsy Bogues was 5'3. Jeez. What's a better name? OJ Mayo or Popeye Jones? Popeye Jones. Uh, how old is OJ Mayo? You know? I don't know. He played USC back in the day, dragged him to the tournament, and then he bounced around the NBA for a bit. Yeah. But it's just, it's an unforgettable name. Um, usually when guys from Southern California, they end up at USC, their their parents were went there, whatever it was, or they're fans of USC. But Jesus, that's kind of bad. <laughs> that's bad juju naming your kid after OJ or because of but they, he didn't know like he would have he would have been he would have been like 10 years old when oj went turned. No, his parents would have known no but like he would have been bored before oh before oj before 32 when that's turned. why i was wondering how old he was like, oh, yeah. i'm curious but yeah yeah i'm yeah, going no, popeye no, jones popeye jones is a better name okay um so here i got i got a three bracket here it's three dicks. What's the better dick? Dick Buckkiss, Dick Pole, or Dick Trickle? Dick Trickle. Because that's the thing that most men have. <laughs> dick Pound. Those are some fun Dick Pound or Dick Trickle? <laughs> dick Pound and Dick What's Trickle. What's the better? Awesome. Because Dick Pound's the IOC guy, isn't he? Dick uh, Dick Pound is an IOC guy, yes. Dick Richard Pound. Dick. No, but I didn't even say Pound. Pound. It was a Dick Pole and Dick Buckkiss. So two NASCARs yeah, and, the, a, and a the better Dick is Dick Trickle. But Dick Trickle and Dick <laughs> Pound, that's a toss-up. If you pound your dick too much, you're <laughs> that <might is>. Trickle. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. That was childish, but funny. All right. Big trickle. We're gonna. Uh, <laughs> what's a better name? 
Stubby Clap or Ha Ha Clinton Dix? I've never heard the second one. I know, I know, I've actually met Stubby Clap. Hell of a guy. Um, ha Ha Clinton Dix is an NFLer. He's uh, he's a cornerback. An actual name. Oh yeah, DB. Like he's with uh, that's his name. He, I think he's with the Pirates. He used to be with the Arizona Cardinals. Ha Ha Clinton Dix is his I'll, name. I'm going Ha Ha for sure. I can't believe you've never heard that. Oh, name. I've never heard that before in my life. No. Uh, ha Ha Clinton Dix. Well, like a good Ha Ha now and then. Here's uh, an all female category: Peekaboo Street or Misty Hyman. Oh, um, I'm gonna go peekaboo because I think that's funny. But uh, Misty Hyman, I wonder if her bus, if her, if her brother's name is Buster. Forget it, you missed. <laughs> I know, as it's one of those. <laughs> no, no, I got it. I don't think I didn't think about it too. Because that was what um, and I used to call uh, Zach Hyman for the uh, the Leafs. He's with the Oilers now. Uh, Buster was his nickname for us. Buster Hyman. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> PG Anyways. show. Okay. Uh, baseball versus football. DeBrickashaw Ferguson. Or Rusty Koontz? The Brickashaw, because that's a that's no, because you know what? You walk into it, like, let's say I'm 23, 24 years old, and let's say we're the same, we're the same income level. Me, me to Brickashaw or, or you, Rusty, uh, same everything. A girl doesn't want to fucking learn the name to Brickashaw at two in the morning. I don't forget Debrickashaw. That's that's a powerful name, Debrickashaw. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. You'd rather be a Rusty Koontz? Huh. I hope the girl I'm taking home isn't. K-U-N-T-Z, that's how it's spelled. I was yeah. making sure I spelled it right. So stroke off Debrickashaw. And here's two of my favorites, actually. I saved them for last. Cocoa Crisp or Vita Blue? Ooh. Cocoa Crisp is a cereal. Vita Blue is cool. Yeah, Vita Blue has some swagger. What's your name, Vita Blue? Done. Vita Blue. Easy. Cocoa. Because a girl couldn't say, I, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a girl's mind. A girl couldn't say anything derogatory. I can't. This all bar play, apparently. A girl couldn't say anything derogatory to Vita Blue at two in the morning. I'm Vita Blue. I'm, I'm still Vita Crisp. Blue. What are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it's I mean? too easy to make fun of. It's a. It's a. It's a name. But on the other hand, Coco could say, "Hey, do you want some Coco Crisp in the morning?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if those lines work. I have no idea. Who knows? I, but when you're a major leaguer, I imagine there's a higher success rate too. That doesn't hurt. When you're yeah. flashing the American Express Platinum or whatever they're using these days. But yeah. So I'll stroke Coco off. 
Okay, so our 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 so I'm gonna I'll be quick now. Popeye Jones or Peekaboo Street? Popeye. Uh ha ha Clinton Dix or Cal Clutterbuck? Ha ha. Uh Rusty Kuntz or Vita Blue? Vita Blue. Which brings us to one, two, three. Oh, I got one more to ask you. Oh, the dicks, the winner of the dicks. Uh, Dick Trickle and oh, by the doing a threesome, I forgot. I'm going to take Rusty Coons off the list. Dick Trickle wins so, it. Dick Trickle, sorry. So we got four left Dick Trickle or Popeye Jones? No, Dick Trickle oh. or Haha ha Clinton. Dick. Dick wins that one. Yeah. Vita Blue versus Popeye. I know Popeye. Oh, really? I love Vita Blue. I do too. I'm going well. Popeye just as a, uh, I don't know what the reasoning is there, but yeah. So Popeye versus Dick Trickle for the for the, the winner. I'm going Popeye, the sailor man. Does what a sailor can. And his boy, is it because his boy's in the NHL? No, I, I, I Seth Jones is his son. Yeah, yeah. good player. Uh, no, I Popeye Jones. I think it's a cool name because he owns it. Uh, he owns it. I Vita Blue was my champ. Vita's right there, though. Yeah, I probably should have went Vita Blue. Uh, yeah, he's he was great. Debrinka Shaw's is a powerful name. We we talked about the uh, the who was better about a month and a half ago, two months ago, maybe even longer. The first one we did. Um, I found ourselves being too agreeable at times because we're, you know, of like-minded people and we, we grew up around the same era, but we had to figure something we could maybe disagree with on the show. So to add more conversation. Um, so I came up with this, who was better. And the initial time I did it, no matter what you said, I was going to disagree with, but it's not true. So I got a few, who was better, but we'll do names again. We did it a few weeks back when, uh, Jim was uh, here in the homeland and everything else. Um, this one right off the bat, the same pedigree, a different amount of championships. Um, you told me you used to be an Islanders guy back in the early, early 80s when it went to Stanley Cups, and then a Jays guy. Who is better, John Olerud or John Tonelli? Oh, Tonelli, hands down. Uh, all just hit for oh, was for, well, They were both fortunate to be on very, very, very good teams. They were contributors. Like Tanelli won with the Flames and the the, the Pirates, and, and the Islanders, so three different teams. Oh fuck that! He was a good player. Uh, all was like, yes, he got two with the Jays. But also when they were in National League Park, Cito put his ass on the bench. He was he was tickling 400. How do you not start a 400 hitter? Well, I, I think he ended it with 385. How do you not start a 385 hitter in, in the National League Park? Yeah, I don't get that. So you go, that you go is Oh, without a doubt. And it, and it wasn't his fault, but he wore a helmet in the outfield. That's good. <laughs> Play with this guy. Um, going through a list, I got eight or nine. We're going to do a couple. Nick Saban or Nick Nolte? Oh, Nick Nolte all the way. Nick Saban can uka. 
Like, I hate that guy. The way he, he bounced, like, I don't know how he's cheating, but he's obviously figured out how to uh, work recruits in the college game. It's not his, I don't think his coaching sets him apart. I think his recruiting sets him apart. And that's why he failed with the Dolphins in the NFL. Nick Nolte was, was awesome. Back in the day, he was hilarious. Um, 48 hours. I don't know if, like, him and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Awesome, awesome movie. Kate Fear, awesome movie. He was like, yeah, he was a good guy. I like Nick Nolte. I got an Eddie Murphy one here for you. Axel Rose or Axel Foley, speaking of Eddie Murphy. Oh, Axel Rose is such a douche. Like, uh, he's such a nozzle. He's terrible. Eddie Murphy, I think, is uh, has added more enjoyment to my life than Axel, even though <laughs> Axel has. Well, because, Dave, that's, that's all about it. As long as you're happy, that's the main thing. As long wow, as you're adding enjoyment to your life, that's the, <laughs> the statement is funny. No, the statement's funny. It, it, I think it's great. I think it's great. We're asking my opinion. That's so, right. Like, why no, I'm going to. It's right. It's just when you, when you hear it, you go, all right, Dave, that's all that matters is your opinion. But 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 now then, like, so when we say Axel Foley, do we mean Eddie Murphy? Or do we Axel mean Foley. just. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, so Axel, yeah. So just the Beverly Hills cop. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to Eddie take, Murphy or Eddie from. Yeah. Like, whatever. I'm taking Axel Rose then. Yeah, well, that, that changed quickly. Um, well, I was in like it was in like uh, Eddie Murphy is is a lot different than Axel Rose. No, I, I Axel, Axel Foley was funny, but Eddie himself has given me enough besides that character to to. Here's work. one that I I, I was as ex goaltender and a, a hockey guy loved loved the guy the way he played the game was phenomenal. Played in some great Devils teams. Uh, Marty Brodeur or a character from one of the what I think is one of the best movies of all time uh, there was a sequel and a prequel and a this and that and everything the way it worked out but Marty Brodeur or Marty McFly who is uh, <laughs> oh man I really did love those movies they were so I good. love Back to the Future. The Power of Love is of such a good song that adds that the I Dave and that's a song that just happened to be there for me. And I and I love Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis as well. Not like you, but I do. I'm a big <laughs> oh. Huey fan. And so um Back to the Future 2 was a letdown. The best the one the the in order of, of the ones I appreciated, the original, then three, the Western, and then two. I think I only saw two once. I've, I've never seen it. You've never even seen Back to the Future 2? No. Huh, really? Nonetheless. Uh, Marty Berdour, I have seen win a lot of cups. But the problem with Marty Berdour is the teams he won his cups were was the worst to watch. Fuck. That's, they, there were some they, games, Dave, where he got eight shots against, against the Leafs, I remember, in the whatever year it was. I mean, I, he was great. Don't get me wrong. But 
There the was only nice time, they could have had old BR in it and done okay. The only time I ever cheered for Marty Berdour was in when he was starting in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Marty McFly is my answer. Marty McFly, good answer. That's the right answer. I got two more. Brett Michaels of Poison Fame or Brett the Hitman Hart? Brett the Hitman Hart. Brett Poison can fuck right off. They were a manufactured band. They didn't write their songs. They played their instruments. Every Rose has its thorn. I think I said this could be the most overrated song in the history of songs. Everybody loves Nothing but a good time is a good song. That's not false. That's not false. <laughs> <laughs> that might be on your review. It's not nothing but a good time is a great song. And you were you were so downplaying how bad poison was telling me how bad poison was. And I said one song, you went. That's not false. That's fucking great. I love that. Oh that's a that's a better tune than every rose has its story. Oh, yeah. And then like, yeah. And then what's the one uh you'll be reaching for ma ma ma? Nothing but a good time. Yeah. That was a good tune as well. Oh and then man. ride the wind. There's a lot of good tunes. So Bret Hart, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is what cheesy as fuck. I like, he's a douchebag, but whatever. He is a nozzle, and he's like a, their videos a nozzle. Yeah. Um, but Brett the Hitman Hart, uh, getting to the world championship, like getting to wrestling, that's a top gig to get to the top of. And he was the top of that. Like he, he, he was no, he didn't have the pizzazz obviously of Hogan and the warrior and macho and stuff like that, but he was, he was solid. He was so solid. And yeah, I go back, Dave. I go back to the the early 80s with the Stampede Wrestling stuff, his battles with Dynamite Kid, watching Saturday afternoons with Dad. Uh, Those Stampede Wrestling shows were so fun to watch going live at the Pavilion in Lethbridge. Uh, Yeah, it was the Hitman's got an affinity for me. I I, I like the guy. Yeah, I I have to. Yeah, the Hitman will win that one every time for me. Okay, last one for a wrap up tonight's show. Um, you're a Broncos fan. Yes. You're, you're a Beatles guy. Yes. John Elway or John Lennon? Oh, John Elway all the time. All the time. John Elway is giving me more pleasure than uh, John Lennon. Uh, in cultural significance and all that, John Lennon is clearly the winner. But I am... I'm more of a sports fan than I am a music fan. See, I wanted to get this on you because we had our, our we had our chat, whatever show with the Beatles and the Beach Boys, and I know you're a big Broncos guy, and you you were so adamant that the, the Beatles were better. So I wanted to throw this, throw this at you. Uh, I'm personally, I don't I I don't like the Beatles. I they I just don't get it, but. Jesus, I don't even know how to answer this one. I'm gonna go Elway. He's he's like it's a totally different vibe, right? Like uh it's a totally different vibe, it's just different. But John Elway like owns the city of Denver. 
He just does. And the thing with athletes, Dave, and I, I hope I get, I, I'd like to push back on this. I think the thing with athletes is that society isn't, oh, I'm going to get killed for this one. Society isn't pushing something down your throat with sports. Whereas with music and entertainment, it's getting thrown down. Ah, you like a team, you don't. And you can turn it off. With, with, with music, it gets pushed at you pretty tough. That you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this. You need to listen to this. And so you do. And then people begin to like it. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I hear what you're saying. But then again, on, on, that, on that token, like the people that create the music that we enjoy, they got to get paid. And I have no problems with them getting paid. I don't know how I hear it without someone telling me to listen to it. Football, baseball, hockey, I know where to find it. I'm going right to it, and that's going to be a thing. And it's going to be the same jerseys. It's going to be different names yeah. on it. Um, but like as far as music goes, a, a great new band, I have no fucking clue. Because I mean, you know what? hear it enough. Like you, you go to the grocery store, it's on. You go in here, it's on. Yeah. It's on. Like it's, right. The music I like get, is the music. You can't like. get away from music. It's it's on. You can't turn it off. Right. And, and that's great. I love music. But it, it's just a thing. Like to hear new music, to hear different music, someone has to suggest it to me because I'm not going to stumble on it. Because uh, like when I go for my walks, when I do my chores and what have you, I have I have podcasts in my ears. I don't have today's greatest hits because pop music today is something I ain't listening to. Well, the thing is, what I'm getting at, Dave, with and before we end the show tonight, like there's more people alive now who are listening to the Beatles than ever were before, and they're not new. And so it gets pounded into your head that you need to like this. You, and I'm not throwing shade at the Beatles. I'm just saying they're not my thing. But there's not many people who are 9, 10 years old who don't know the Beatles. The Beatles were already done by the time I was born. And I'm old. Yeah, but that's a different thing. Because they were, they were actually groundbreakers. They were pioneers. Yeah. They created pop music. I go John Elway. I don't know. I did too. Anyways, 1420 podcast. Good show tonight, Dave. A lot of laughs. Hopefully people listen to the whole thing because the, uh, the, the end was better than the beginning and the beginning was better than the end. I thought it was good all around. So uh, fun show tonight, Dave. What's that? Uh, you're going camp this weekend. Have a good time. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we got, got everything ready. Get a good start on it. Only an hour away, which is awesome. No smoke in the air. Awesome. 30% chance of rain. I'm willing to take my chances. I'm looking forward to a weekend away with my family and another family that's joining us. Mayday Sam Malone, he took his uh, chance. He took his uh, turn on the uh, whatever WSBK in, in Boston there on a Tears episode. He, he didn't go so well the first show. And then the second time he went out, he did it. And he said, uh, there's a 50% chance of rain every day. Either it will or it won't. So whatever, Sam Malone, all-timer. Take care of each other. More important, take care of yourself. Keep your stick on the ice and what else, Dave? I missed the part, but whatever. Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. I hope it went well tonight. 
thanks for helping out. I think he pitched in around 60. episode 60, and it's gotten a lot better. Thank you for that, Jim. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Hope Joe went good tonight. We'll talk to you uh, throughout the weekend, and we'll see what we can do. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk again on Saturday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.